and welcome back to another episode of On the Island Podcast. I'm Taylor Gaines, and with me as always is Tyler B. Commons. I'm just kidding. If you didn't notice, it's Tyler B. Taylor Gaines is off enjoying a bachelor party, so he will not join us, and I am here to bring you a very abbreviated episode of On the Island in a week that feels like an abbreviated episode is not going to do justice to what was happening this episode. Okay, where to begin? Initial thoughts. The merge happened. I feel like Survivor's really picking up. When the merge happens and everybody's together, you get to find out our old Vokai and Lyro going to hold true to their alliances? Are they going to play up what happened after the merge? What's going to happen? And we immediately get to see the repercussions of Kelly giving Dean an idol and Nora then throwing Kelly under the bus and Kelly getting in trouble. Um, which was really interesting because I think Kelly's played a fairly good game, if not one of the better games out there, and leave it to Nora to be a wild card. That's all I'll say. Nora's spunky. She's got great spirit, but I feel like sometimes she's too honest for this game. She's too upfront. She's not good at being sneaky, and I think that ultimately hurt Kelly as Kelly went home in the first tribal of the night. That tribal consisted of Dan and Kelly and Missy being the targets, and Kelly ended up going home. But this is only where the drama begins. This is a conversation that I think is going to be tough to just summarize. So I have to hit on what's been happening this whole season. This whole season we've been seeing these little tidbits of Dan, um, for lack of a better term, inappropriately or unwantingly um, touching different women, Elizabeth, Missy, Kelly, um, and them voicing in confessionals or voicing to each other how uh, deeply uncomfortable that makes them, and all that got brought forward in this two-part episode. So, despite all the other politicking that happened, this is the central figure of this two-part episode part one we see kelly and missy having a conversation walking on the beach and kelly is very genuinely affected and uncomfortable with the way dan has been treating women or getting too close um touching them when they don't want to be touched, um, putting his arm around them when they're sleeping at night, 
and uh, just it's it's not been a good look for Dan, which we've brought up. And and Kelly is clearly affected so much to the point that she is in a confessional, and in one of the very rare cases we've ever seen this happen, we get to hear a producer talking to Kelly and asking, you know, is she okay? Is this a serious issue? Is this something that needs to be addressed? And she says, no, she's, she's deeply uncomfortable, but she's not going to let something like that blow up her game, which is a testament to how good she is at the game, but it's also disturbing and uncomfortable. I, I just... There's been so many different things that happened during that conversation on the beach between um, Missy and Kelly. Kelly says there's always consequences for speaking up, and she doesn't. She doesn't want to feel attacked. Um, Missy, in that conversation, you know, talking about not wanting Dan to touch her, says, "I'm not an object. Like I'm not there just." for you to use and abuse and be all over. And it it's just, it's really interesting to see Missy make a strong statement like that and then all the women go to Janet and say, hey, Dan's making us uncomfortable. Not all the women. That's that's super unfair of me to say. Some women go to Janet, um, Missy and Elizabeth and Kelly, and say, hey, let's get rid of Dan. And Janet um, doesn't feel like that's the right move for her game. But she feels like the game needs to take a back seat when these younger girls who she wants to take care of are feeling uncomfortable, are feeling assaulted, are feeling like they're in a situation where they can't speak up for fear of it ruining their game, it ruining relationships, it ruining their standing. And we get to tribal and Janet votes for Dan ultimately and the girls don't go along with that and vote out Kelly who by the way had two idols this is a total aside in this conversation play your idols people this is like I don't understand you have idols Kelly you have two of them play one you had to feel something you had to feel people talking behind your back I just oh I'm so angry But Kelly goes home, and then Janet is on the beach and wants to talk about this. And she confronts Dan. She confronts the girls. And Dan stands up and says, I can't fathom why you would vote for me. That doesn't make any sense. And Lauren is 
saying she's uncomfortable voting Dan out for the reasons that he's going to be voted out for because it's not in the game. And there's so many different moving parts in this, but I'm going to try to summarize it. I'm going to try to speak clearly. Janet, Janet brings up how uncomfortable the girls are, specifically Missy and Elizabeth, because Kelly's no longer there. And then Missy, Elizabeth, Dan, Janet, through one thing leading to another, have a conversation. Um, and Dan is arguably, not arguably, Dan is noticeably upset because he says it's the most absurd accusation of all time because he doesn't want to make the women feel that way. And this is this is where I don't know how to handle this as a viewer because we've been having these great moments going back to Jack and Jamal and talking about race and Kelly in week one saying, hey, Dan, you're making me uncomfortable. And there's just been example after example of life outside the game being brought into the game and here's another thing and I just I don't I don't know what to do about this because to Kelly both Elizabeth and Missy talked about how uncomfortable they were around Dan but then around Dan they say, no, you're our close ally, you're our friend, we don't feel uncomfortable. And Janet's all upset because Janet's on the outside because she felt like she was roped in and her entire game was flipped upside down for an issue that is near and dear to her heart. And it, as a viewer, it doesn't feel good to me to see Missy and Elizabeth who have gone on record saying they're not as comfortable as Kelly sort of playing both sides and Jeff has a great interview on Entertainment Weekly about you know we get to see a lot more stuff than they do so Janet hears one thing Missy and Elizabeth are already planning to get rid of Kelly because Kelly and Missy actually have a rivalry, even though they connected on a human moment, but they they have a rivalry probably being two of the strongest strategic players out there. And, and it felt like they used the Me Too sort of mantra as leverage in this game and that doesn't feel good and I don't know I don't know where I sit with this because I'm really concerned because Dan's been getting an edit all season that hasn't made him look good and has made him look like he's behaving inappropriately towards these younger women 
and Janet steps up, plays Mama Janet role, and then immediately, once the main voice crying out leaves, is ganged up on by the other ones that she thought she was in an alliance, even though they were just pulling the wool over her eyes. And and I don't, I don't know what to say or what to feel about that being a card or a factor or that being the way to flip on somebody because this is a much bigger issue me too women's rights women's equality whatever you want to call it that is being talked about now in hollywood in every day working environments is a very serious issue and it it feels wrong if it's just being used as a strategy in the game of survivor i don't really like that and it makes me feel really empathetic towards janet because janet sacrificed her game to do what she felt was the right thing only to hear that this was being leveraged for a vote. So that's kind of where episode one and episode two blur. We get to episode two, and there's an immunity challenge, and oddly enough, the last woman and the last man get immunity, and in an episode like this where we're talking about women being made to feel uncomfortable, it's odd that you then go ahead and make them feel unequal in an immunity challenge that's just an aside note and that's where i was feeling but aaron wins his second immunity he won individual in the first and missy won immunity for the girls and from there it seemed like jamal karishma and janet were on the bottom This is where Second Tribal happens and things get really interesting. Janet is still very passionately trying to defend the women's position, even though both Elizabeth and Missy are saying they don't really feel that way anymore. And Aaron speaks up and says that Janet is just taking on the victim role. Aaron, that's not a good look. It's it's tough to... victim blame which i'm not saying is fully exactly what he did but it was at least on the edge of that and then jamal who by the way i think jamal has become my favorite player this season with the way that he views life and the way he views these conversations we found out he works at an all-girls school as a teacher and he knows how to handle these tough conversations with more grace than anyone I've ever met before. I think he does an excellent job, and his firing back to Aaron is we're not entitled to know things just because we're men or just because we're in power. And I think that's something that all men, including myself, probably take for granted. I want to know, and I feel like I get to know everything. 
And there's plenty of things that I don't need to know. And Jamal realizes that and he talks about it and he says, just because all these women are feeling X, whether they are or aren't, doesn't mean they have to come talk to me about it. Doesn't mean they have to strategize with me about it. And I think, I think Jamal handled every situation he was in this season with grace. And Jeff wants to talk about um, the women feeling uncomfortable. He brings it up to Dan. Dan just wants it to go away. Dan doesn't see it as a thing. Um, and Karishma throws out the idea of perception is reality. So for Kelly, it was real. Um, for Janet, it was very real. That was her perception, even though Elizabeth and Missy have both backed away from that position. And Dan says he feels horrified that anyone might have felt uncomfortable around him. Dan says something true, untrue. It doesn't matter whether or not I'm aware of it or sensed it. If somebody feels it, it's their truth. I couldn't be more sorry. So Dan is apologetic, but it, it just it feels bad trying to separate a game from something that's so big and important and I think that's where this game the game of Survivor is operating Lauren said in the second tribal Survivor is a mirror of real life and that's what these people are experiencing so I it's a tough look We've, we've mentioned several times the edit Dan's been getting this season. Kelly was so bold as to stand up and speak. Janet's been very bold to say, hey, things aren't going to change themselves. We have to stand up and speak. Elizabeth and Missy seemed to be on that same page, but ultimately they were not. I can't predict or state what anyone was feeling. But this was a tough episode and for me personally I feel like something was not right in the way this played out this is not the way it should go ultimately Jamal does go home like we said Karishma, Jamal and Janet were on bottom Janet actually thought about walking away because of her misperception and everybody said no stay we love you Jamal ends up going home RIP I think he was probably my favorite player this season I would love to hear more feedback uh, you can tweet at us we would love to keep this conversation going because I think it's a conversation worth happening with that being said I talked so much longer than I intended. So here's my top three. I'm not going to talk very long about them. At number three, I have Lauren. I think she is playing a strategic game, whether I agree or disagree, whether I think she treated Kelly correctly or not. I think she's playing really well. Aaron won two individual immunities. And for that, I have him at number two. He's playing strong. He's got strategy. And number one, 
Missy. I think she is working all sorts of systems. I think she's playing well. I think she's talking to people. I, I just think that she is a good player. This Missy versus Kelly showdown felt like it could have been a showdown of the final two, and I would have been totally fine with that. So for that, Missy's number one. I'm going to sign off because I've talked for way too long. Um, you can find us on Twitter at On the Island Podcast. You can find our website on theislandpodcast.com. You can find us on Instagram on the Island Pod. You can find me at Tyler B. Commons. You can find Taylor at Taylor Games something or other. He's not here, so I get to make up whatever I want. Thanks for listening. Feel free to reach out if you have any thoughts on the stuff that went down in this episode. Adios. Bye-bye. I'm not good at making these things up as well. <laughs> that is uh, again.